Here we are, born to be kings, we're the princes of the universe. Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, Quarantine Edition, where we don't actually go to the movies, but we still watch a movie and we still talk about it with you, and hopefully you hear it, maybe you'll even respond to it, I don't know. I am Todd Domer. And I'm Matt Malloy, and yes, welcome to this exciting episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies. This time, uh, we're going to be reviewing a movie called The Master. came out in 2012, has some exciting uh, famous people in it, etc. But first, I wanted to talk about your intro song there, Todd. Because I had trouble connecting what you did with this movie. Well, I'll tell you that there really isn't a connection. I I convinced myself that one of the lyrics in that song was, we have to be the masters of you all. But it turns out it's, we have to be the princes of you all. That song that I'm talking about, obviously, Princes of the Universe by Queen, which was used for the movie Highlander. So, I guess technically in Highlander there was a master, which was Sean Connery, and he had a pupil, which was something I can't remember his name. Duncan McLeod, I think, was his name in the in the movie. Sounds right. Um, any or maybe I don't know. Anyway, so that's uh, talking about it. That's how I'm gonna stretch it. But really, that's just that's just me trying to cover my mistake. Yes. Well, I even thought that. You know, you had Princes of the Universe, and we watched The Master, and I was thinking about Masters of the Universe. By the power of Grayskull, <laughs> I have the power. If only. And yeah. if only Masters of the Universe movie with Dolph Lundgren would pop up in our top 100 Netflix thing. I would be very grateful for that, but I don't think it's going to happen. Probably not. Yeah. But... Anyway, so yes, the master. So there's a bunch of bunch of famous people in this movie. One Joaquin Phoenix, I guess you would call him the lead, although he's not the master. Um, the also master. Also in, in IMDb, he's not top build. Oh, he's well. he's second. I guess it's because he's not the master. Mm. Well, the master is played by Philip Seymour Hoffman, who is dead dead r.i.p but he was not when he made this movie that may be a surprise to some people but (laughs) you know what that tracks that tracks really hard to make a movie if you're dead (laughs) yeah so uh also in this movie amy adams as the master's wife and Mm -hmm. uh laura dern is in it as the master's faithful follower and Uh, Rami Malek is in it as the yes. master's son-in-law. And I think that's all the famous people that I recognized. Yes. Well, the only person who I recognize that it doesn't seem like you did is the actor's name is Jesse Plemons, and he plays the son of the master, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, he's been in a ton of movies, but where I know him most notably is that he was Landry in Friday Night Lights, which was a very good show. Texas Forever. 
Yes. So clear eyes, clear hearts, can't lose. Can't eyes, lose something. Clear something. Yeah. Have you have you watched that show? I've not. Because mm. I'm a bad person. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but I certainly was thinking it. Yes. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. So. So yeah, that's you know some some star power here in the master. But what's it really about? Well. First, you follow kind of the story of Joaquin Phoenix's character, whose name is, what is it, Tommy Quill? Tommy Quell? Hold on, I'll tell you in just a second. Yeah. Freddie Quell. Freddie Quell. Yeah, so Freddie Quell is in the Navy uh, in World War II, just as it ends. So we're in the, the late 40s. And then uh, he spends, he gets out of the Navy because the war is over. And he spends about five years, I think, uh, kind of trailing around, trying different jobs. He works as a photographer, and then he works as a um, uh, field worker cutting cabbages. Yes. And then at some point he goes on a ship. And works on a ship. Yes. But then uh, he ends up stowing away on um, a, a yacht, which is leaving and going to sea. And that's where he meets the master. What is the master the master of? The master has this, like, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like a cult, religious cult mm-hmm. type following mm-hmm. where he... he uh, he basically has these sessions and with his followers and kind of puts them in almost a hypnotic state where they travel back through their memories and before they were born and into other lives and things like that. So that's mm-hmm. what he's the master of. His real name is like Linwood. Something. Lancaster Dodds. Lancaster Dodds, yes. This is, yeah. So... Uh, so yeah, so Johnny Qualls. Uh, <laughs> I don't think up. that was his name. <laughs> it was Freddie. Freddie, dang it! <laughs> All right, Joaquin Phoenix's character, Freddie Qualls, oh, man. <laughs> hooks up with the master and eventually becomes like kind of like a a groupie or a roadie, more like a roadie. Travels around with the master and his family, and it's. The whole family's involved with this cult-like thing, and uh, there's some books written and things like that. But as far as the plot of the movie goes, that's that's kind of all there is. There's the before uh, Joaquin Phoenix's character meets the master, and then there's after, where he's traveling around with him, and um, it's sort of that's it. So, not much you're, else really happens. You're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, Todd, I know from... We usually don't talk too much about movies before we watch it, but in this instance, I knew that you were very hesitant to want to watch this movie because you'd already seen it, but we did yes. it anyway for the love of the podcast. Yes. So... What, and what were your keeping, thoughts? Keeping to our morals and our guidelines here. Yes. So, 
this is the part of this particular podcast where I'm going to uh, open the curtain a little bit and let the let the listeners listen behind the curtain, peek behind the curtain, however this analogy works. So, this movie came up three weeks ago when we hit our random number generator and it fell on a movie that we've already seen. So, the option was we could pick above in the order or below in the order. So, the options were Boys in the Hood and The Master. And I was very adamant that, no, I don't want to watch The Master again. And I liked Boy- I liked Boys in the Hood, and I, I liked it a lot when I rewatched it. So, I was all happy. And then the universe decided to just straight up screw me, where the next number hit The Master. So, here we are. Also, and this is just, it's so baffling to me, our first audio of this recording crapped out for some reason, with no explanation of why it happened or whatever, so the universe is making me talk about this movie twice in podcast form, because it just won't let me leave it be and just live my life, it, it draws me back into talking about this dumb movie. And that's where I'll start my review. This movie's <laughs> dumb. This movie's real dumb. It's filled with some pretty good acting, but he just... Um, the story is... There's just not really many good things to say about the story or all the mechanics of this movie besides just highlighting some of the good performances. Uh, I think... You and I kind of came to the conclusion last time we talked, but it's worth notice, no, worth noting now, there we go, that I think neither of us is a really big Joaquin Phoenix fan. And for me, his physical body freaks me out at this point. Like, he keeps doing these roles, like when he was in The Joker and he did this movie, and it's like, it just seems like he's had bones removed. His body's so weird. And for some reason, it freaks me out. And Philip Seymour Hoffman does a good job in this movie. Amy Adams does a good job in this movie. My boy Landry does a good job. I mean, everyone does a good job in this movie. But the movie's just dumb. Like, you follow this character. The character starts at one point, and it ends at another point, And there's no change in the character to me. Like, nothing happens. So you, you go through this two-and-a-half-hour ride where nothing really, nothing really happens. So you just wasted your time. There's not growth or learning or anything like that. It's just not good. And I'm mad that I had to not only watch it, but I'm mad that I have to talk about it again. So I'm going to end it there because I can certainly ramble on about this movie, about how I didn't like it. But I think I've, I've hit the highlights here of why I didn't like it and really the only good thing that I can pull out of it, which is the performances. So... Matt, for the second time, how did you like this movie? Well, I'll try to remember all my cogent points and my great <laughs> analysis from the last time that we did this. <laughs> definitely the first time we talked about this, which was last night. I think I went on for about five minutes, and I definitely only went about two minutes there. So there's a lot of <laughs> me just rambling about why this movie sucks that gets that is getting left on the on the cutting cutting room floor as they say in, in movie jargon well i i hope that uh that really tightens up this episode of the podcast because <laughs> we'll be so focused on the on only the best um 
So yeah, I agree with you, Todd. This this isn't a good movie. Um, the yes, I think we have come to the decision that we don't really like watching Joaquin Phoenix acting. But yes. I'm always willing to give him another try if we end up reviewing another of his movies down the road. Fine. Sure, sure. This but. by no means this by no means me- means that I would never see another Joaquin Phoenix movie. Like right. that's just not how I roll. But I'm going to go in thinking that I'm not going to like his performance. And maybe that's the motivation he needs as one of our loyal listeners to really bring something good the next time I watch him in a movie to like really win me over. I'm sure he's listening right now. So Joaquin, you know, next time don't have a weird body and don't wire your, Oh, something I forgot to mention. He wired his jaw shut for this movie, which makes no sense. Didn't add to the character. He just wanted to do it because, and I quote, it reminded him of his dad. Right. Okay, great. Thanks for doing that. Like, now, one reason why maybe it reminded him of his dad and he wanted to channel that a little bit is because I read something that his parents grew up in a cult and escaped from a cult similar to the one that is portrayed in this movie. Sure. I don't quite make the the connection there, but yeah, I mean, I, just, I thought I'd still, make that comment anyway. It's nice to know, <clears throat> but it still doesn't add or subtract from the movie. It's just there. It's true. All right, so uh, Joaquin Phoenix, if you've seen The Joker, um, if you think about how he acted in The Joker, the character he played is very similar to The Joker. Um, and... I believe we we said last night that the Joker was the first movie that we reviewed and we didn't like that. And yes. I think it was mainly because of Joaquin Phoenix's weird psycho man performance. Sure. And that it's it's not a good movie representing mental health. Correct. Yeah. Um so yes, there are there are some good acting performances as you said, but but overall, there's no character development. There's the character going through things and not changing at all. And maybe, if I want to give a, a shadow of, of a benefit of a doubt, is saying, if you're associated with a cult and they try and fix you, there's no guarantee that anything as good is going to happen. Like, you're going to be the same person. Maybe that was the intent of how this was written and directed and all that. I don't know, Matt. Have you ever been in a cult? I have not that I know of. Well, then you don't know. That's true. You can't just throw out crazy accusations like that without any. Uh, It's more of a a crazy theory, a conspiracy theory. Ah. Um, But anyway... yeah, so you you are dragged along with this character who is not very um, it's not very ingratiating. You you don't really care what happens to him. He's a weird mm-hmm. guy, and and that's the main uh, the main thing that happens in the movie is you just watch him go through life, being a photographer 
being a cabbage cutter in the fields and mm. making his hooch yeah. on uh, on board the yacht. Yes. So uh, I don't recommend you watch this movie. Um, and that's how I feel about it. And I agree with you, Matt. So I believe I settled on... How many bottles of hooch would you give this movie? Zero to five. Yes. That is correct. I remember your answer from last night, if you don't, for some reason. Oh, I remember it. Um, And the hooch plays an interesting role. It was one of the interesting things about this movie. There wasn't much, but there, there was this, is that apparently Joaquin Phoenix's character was a master at making hooch. Which is, of course, like alcoholic drinks that you make out of like concoctions that include paint thinner or uh, aircraft fuel or whatever else. Both those were featured in several drinks. Yes. Um, Also, when he was when he was a photographer, he was like mixing in stuff that you use to like develop photos. Oh yeah, that is true. So that that was the one. that was something else that never changed throughout the movie. He he did make his his uh, his hooch. Um, but anyway, I I gave this uh, 1.8 out of five um, bottles of hooch. Um, not a not a good movie. Not the worst yeah. movie. I didn't hate myself for watching it, but yeah, you can skip this one. Yes. Uh, I believe I was at a point eight last night, and that's where I'll be right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I say I say skip this movie unless you're you've truly got a love for Philip Seymour Hoffman or Amy Adams, and you want to, you know, you're working your way through their library, you know, I, or I Joaquin can, Phoenix, or Joaquin Phoenix. But you know. If you're not doing that and you're just looking to watch a movie, I would say pass on this one is is definitely how I feel. And uh, I'm mad that I've seen it twice in my life, and I'm mad that I've recorded two podcasts about it. Yes. So, yeah. Let's hope the audio uh, holds up for this time. Otherwise, we may just have to have to forget about that we ever watched this movie and move yeah. on with life. Here's hoping. Yes. So... Well, that'll wrap it up for this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies. Uh, For the second time, we're reviewing The Master, although the first time is lost to technological glitches, so you'll never hear it, but you'll hear this much. Well, if someone reached out, I'm sure I could send them the the stuff, but it just won't match up very well, and, you know, they can basically listen to me if they want to. (laughs) Well, we could send them both tracks. They can listen to me first and then remember everything Mm, and then listen to you. There's always a way. Yeah. Always a way. If you're interested in that, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, contact us and we'll send you the the tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Matt and Todd go to the movies on Facebook. Just search it up. You'll find it. Yeah, exactly. So, well, thanks for listening. um, And uh, we'll keep making these podcasts even as the movie business uh, goes down the drain. Yep. Da 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 da